Recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to Zed Games and with me in the studio tonight is... Hazel. And... Toby. Toby. It has been a little while since we've heard your voice. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a tad. Um, No. You're actually not in the studio tonight. You are projecting your voice through some sort of strange magics. A magic. (laughs) And you also have access to all the little toys and tools you have. Always, always. I I love my toys and tools. Which is going to make this an absolute blast. We're here to talk about gaming news. Oh. Oh. Well, this is awkward. (laughs) Um, I guess we can talk a little bit about you. No, Um, no, no. no. We'll we'll find News is more interesting than me. No, we'll find some time. Don't worry, Toby. No. Uh, as well as the gaming news, we also have a couple of reviews lined up for you all tonight. Yeah. Uh, so I think we're just going to pop into the news, listen to what Paul has to report about, and then we'll just uh, we'll see what happens. And maybe we will have time <gasps> to talk about Toby. News, 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 news. Whoop de doo! News for you. More new faces, I see. Helena Taylor, the English voice actress for Bayonetta 1 and 2, has taken to Twitter regarding her absence from the third game. She claims developer Platinum Games had only offered her $4,000 to reprise her role in the game and called for fans to boycott it in response to her treatment. Since the claims, Bayonetta's new voice actor, Jennifer Hale, of Mass Effect fame, released a response after receiving abuse online for taking the role. While light on details due to her NDA, she said... As a long-time member of the voice acting community, I support every actor's right to be paid well and have advocated consistently for this for years. Anyone who knows me or has followed my career will know that I have great respect for my peers and that I am an advocate for all members of the community. Jason Schreier of Bloomberg filed a report on the situation in which, according to multiple sources, Taylor was actually offered between three dollars and $4,000 per recording session, of which each lasts a maximum of four hours, and was in fact offered at least $15,000 for the job. In my restless dreams, I see that town. Konami held a streaming event to cover the future of Silent Hill. A slew of games were announced, including the rumoured remake of Silent Hill 2 for PS5 and PC by Blooper Team, Silent Hill Townfall, being developed by NoCode in Scotland, who have previously made the acclaimed stories Untold and Observation, and interestingly enough, being published by Annapurna, Silent Hill Ascension from Genvid and Bad Robot Games, which will be an interactive online series where the community will make decisions that don't just affect the story, but the overall canon of Silent Hill, and finally a reveal of the mysterious Silent Hill Forte by Neobards, who have recently worked on RE Reverse and the Resident Evil remakes. Additionally, a new Silent Hill film was also revealed. Return to Silent Hill is an adaptation of Silent Hill 2 and will be directed by Christopher Gans, who previously directed the first live feature film. The, planet. the PS5 security has been compromised and it is now possible to get access to the PS5's kernel. 
While these methods only apply to PS5s with firmware under 4.03 and do not yet allow for the playing of pirated games, they have led to a major victory for the PlayStation community. Overcoming the security on the PS5 that specifically blocked Kojima's PT from running on the console. Not only can the game be run on the hacked console, it is then possible to transfer the game to a non-modified PS5. Game hacking aficionado Lance McDonald posted a video of the game running on the PS5 on the cusp of the two-year anniversary of the news that PT would be deliberately blocked from ever running on the hardware. My name is Larry. <laughs> Larry Laffer. Prolific voice actor Jan Rabeson, most notably known as the voice of Larry Laffer in the comedy adventure series Letters Shoot Larry, has passed away. His other game credits include King's Quest, Mask of Eternity, Sacrifice and Thimbleweed Park. Additionally, he voiced Tetsuo in the 1990 English dub of Akira. He was 68 and the cause of death has not been released. Upcoming game releases. October 21st will bring us Mario & Rabbids Sparks of Hopes for the Switch, the full release of Second Extinction for Xbox platforms and PC, and the Jackbox Party Pack 9 for PlayStation platforms, Xbox platforms, PC, Switch, iOS, and Android. October 22 will bring Gotham Knights for PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S and PC, New Tales from the Borderland for PlayStation platforms, Xbox platforms and PC, and Persona 5 Royal gets a port to PS5, Xbox platforms, Switch and PC. That's the news. Beep bop. Beep bop. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. I feel like I need a point. I need to mention to listeners that um, Paul had written the news last night, and but left a blank section for all the Silent Hill stuff because so, that was coming out like this morning for us, quite early mm -hmm. in the morning. Um, so this is like really fresh news, like hot off the press. Just like oh, can barely Steaming. even. It's just like oof, that's too hot. That is too hot. <laughs> Um, that being said, I don't actually know that much about Silent Hill and um. stuff, so... Oh. I mean... Uh -huh. mm -hmm. is, is, another, is another movie a good thing? I can't tell. Is, was the first movie, like, awesome, or what? Oh, God. I, 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 <laughs> I'm one of those people who didn't actually watch it. I, I'm not a horror movie person. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm a bit into horror movies, but, like, I... I don't know. I'm more into hmm? like the Blair Witch. Um, what else? I forgot all horror games. House of Wax. Um, Hazel, what do you you've watched the Have you watched the first movie? I have not watched the Silent Hill movie. I have uh, very much <laughs> enjoyed Silent Hill one and two, the games. Hmm? Um, and I think a, an adaptation of Silent Hill two would be really cool. Although I'm not entirely sure how they would do it. I, I would like to point that our, our film S, um, aficionado, Paul, has just said, and I quote, the films suck. The films suck. <laughs> well, you've heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I mean, look, I am mm. predicting that we'll probably have a little bit of a watch party in the future. Um, and I think it's going to be very fun to have a couple of bozos who don't really know much about, I don't know, what makes a movie good. Um, mm -hmm. And then we have Paul who mm. is an expert, I guess? I don't know. I just watch things. Yeah. And sometimes no, I like I, the things I watch. Yeah. I'm glad. 
I'm glad you like some things. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't like everything I watch. But look, we can go on and on about what stuff I do like and what stuff I don't like. But I kind of want to talk a little bit about the whole Bayonetta thing. Oh, Just cause, yeah. Like, controversy. I, like, Money. this all happened in a fairly short period of time. Um, yeah, it was over the weekend. Yeah, and it was just like, dang, ooh, that's a bit, that's a bit kind of like off. Initially, I was like, oh, dang, that sucks. That's that's really rough. Um, and then now I'm like, oh, oh no, mm-hmm. oh no, she's that is not yeah. good for the old career, huh? Because mm-hmm. people aren't a fan of um, lying. Lying, yeah. I think the thing that got me was that. She didn't do a press release. She didn't do a press conference. She didn't, like, release it to a media outlet as an interview. She literally just posted a video on her Twitter account to the world. Yeah. I don't... I kind of... Okay, it makes... I'm going to sound old, but I missed that pe- that time when, you know, the internet was where you went to be silly and goofy and you didn't put your professional <laughs> presence on it. You know, I, I mean the days before I social think media. Even now, um, unleashing your beef with a a company that you work for on the internet on your personal account without like having a journalist verify what you're saying or anything is pretty unprofessional. It's it can look the internet can be a very powerful thing, um, but that can also swing both ways and. Ooh. There's one thing I know about the internet is that it can be very vengeful. <laughs> uh, they don't yeah. like be made fools of, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I'm tired of talking about the news. We're about to hop into a review of Wayward Strand, delivered by our beloved Paul. <laughs> Many of you listening are probably far too young to remember Australia in the 1970s. What a wonderful time to be a child, playing marbles under the hills hoist, eating Vegemite on aeroplane jelly, and of course marvelling at the mighty airship hospitals that hung above our small towns. Wayward Strand, developed and self-published by Melbourne-based Ghost Pattern, takes us back to that time. You experience the tale as Casey, a 14-year-old girl who has come to her mother's workplace while on school holidays. Her mother is a nurse on the aforementioned Airship Hospital, and the game takes place entirely in the elderly care ward. While your mother works, you are asked to spend time with the patients and help them out if they ask. Time moves ever forward in the game, and every NPC will be doing their own thing. At first, this reminded me of the old adventure game Cruise for a Corpse, another classic old man reference from me, which was an Agatha Christie-style detective game on a boat with a ticking clock. Go to the wrong place at the wrong time and you'll miss a clue and be unable to solve the case. While on the surface level this may seem like an apt comparison, the game actually shares more in common with immersive theatre in the vein of Sleep No More. If you've never been to such a live performance, let me give you the basic rundown. The audience will be introduced into a space such as an apartment building and then be allowed to explore at their leisure. It's the audience's role to build their own narrative from what they decide to pursue. There is literally no way to see the entire piece unless of course you're extremely dedicated and return many times. 
While there is some interaction between the audience and cast, you are typically just an observer. By shifting that concept into a video game form, however, we can turn the audience into a fully involved character. The other reason I bring this all up is that I have a problem. I grew up with adventure games, and I view many things in the world through that lens. When I've been to immersive theatre performances, I can't help but try to solve them. I'm the annoying audience member looking for clues in the books and trying to open all the cupboards. At first, I had the same problem with Wayward Strand. There's a mystery of the airship, the nurse who quit, each patient's individual issues that I could most definitely solve. After all, I had a notebook that automatically takes notes. I was running from room to room, exhausting my dialogue options, then running to the next room. I needed to min-max this. I can totally fix everyone and uncover all the mysteries. No, that's not what we're doing here. You need to turn off your gamer brain and go with the flow. Follow your impulses and your interests. Many of the conversations only happen because you choose to sit quietly in a room with someone. Will you spend time with someone pleasant and open, or would you rather try and open up someone more abrasive? You only have three days of in-game time, and everything is pretty much a single opportunity, so you're going to miss out. And that's fine. It's not that there aren't mysteries to solve. There's quite a number, actually, but they're mostly about people. They're past situations. There isn't a quest log you'll be scored with at the end, and as far as I'm aware, there's no change to the ending however you play. It's 100% about the journey. The ward has many patients with wildly different backgrounds for you to meet, but also the staff who look after them. I was most attracted to spending time with a mute woman with a mysterious past, a very angry woman dying of cancer who wanted nothing to do with me, and a young Aboriginal boy who worked loading people on and off the ship. There's a bit of intrigue, social commentary, politics, and melodrama all mixed naturally into some well-written and diverse characters. One of my favourite scenes was very simple. It was after a fight with my mother, and we were in the cable car that takes people between the ground and the ship. I had opportunities to apologise, yell at her, comfort her, but instead I was allowed to just sit there in silence, stewing in my bitterness. Mmm, that's nice. The game is played from the side in a diorama-style cross-section of the ship. You run the character back and forth, up and down the floors, going into, and sometimes just eavesdropping, in patients' rooms and other parts of the hospital. Everything works, but there's unfortunately a real lack of polish all around. Characters will walk through each other and furniture, the magical elevator seems capable of teleporting characters in and out at will, the animation is stiff, and the dialogue is stilted. The individual performance are generally of high quality, but there's a lack of natural flow between the characters. As I said though, everything works. My playthroughs have gone from beginning to end without any bugs that have interrupted my progress, it's just a pity the whole package isn't a bit tighter. The save system also leaves a lot to be desired. The game only allows you to start from the beginning of each day, and each day takes over an hour in real time. If you need to quit during that time, you'll need to start the whole day again. The developers are currently working on adding saves though, so this issue may be short-lived. The music also seems like a missed opportunity for me. The majority of the soundtrack is comprised with tracks of rough noodling acoustic guitar, almost like someone just lazily playing at the end of a long party. For me it didn't invoke the 70s, Australiana, or any of the game's themes. I'd have loved the music to explore the culture of this slightly fantastical historical fiction more directly. 
Wayward Strand is a very ambitious game for a new team, and while a bit rough around the edges, presents a unique experience which you can revisit many times. It also represents a type of game I'd love to see more of, games that reject the need to 100% things and tick off every checkbox, a game where you are forced to take your time and make the most of your individual experience. I played the game on both Switch and PC, and is also available on Xbox and PlayStation. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. My name is Zara, and with me in the studio tonight is Hazel and Toby. Speak, Toby. Speak. Thank you. Um. I've got a little review for you two and all your Mm -hmm. listeners. Chores kind of suck. Now, there might be some chores you find satisfying or even enjoyable. On a good day, I don't mind vacuuming, finding those nooks that the dust bunnies thought they could shelter in, making my way through my home knowing that my allergens have been sucked away. You manage to get a good mop in afterwards with boiling hot water and that cleaner that smells like lavender. And I will sit on the couch filled with pride. It's even better when the household had a rip of breakfast. We have that cleaning playlist filled only with bops and make us sing and dance. And when we sit on the couch looking over our work, well, at that moment, chores are kind of nice. But sometimes, maybe even often, I think, gee... I wonder if we could get someone else to mow the lawn, or to clean out the garage, or whatever else I really don't want to do. After all, a professional will be able to do a really good job at it. They get paid, I get a detestable chore sorted, everyone wins. But then I think, what if I was that professional? Would these tasks suck less if I was getting paid for it? If I get to meet my client, see that stress in the lines of the face melt away once they see what a good job I did? Would my feelings change? Probably not. I'm not a big fan of doing some of the cleaning tasks at work, and that's background stuff. But still, I wonder. Thanks to Power Wash Simulator, I don't have to wonder any longer, for it is truly the most accurate Power Wash Simulator I have ever seen. A 3D, semi-realistic, satisfying, and yet very mundane game, Power Wash Simulator is exactly what it says on the tin. No frills, no mysteries, none of that just power washing i find satisfaction (laughs) (laughs) i find that there are two types of simulator games there are the absurd silly ones that are full of unexpected secrets and mysteries and wacky characters think goat simulator goats probably don't do all that but you do play as a goat and you can do important goat things and then there's the other type of simulator games that accurately portrays all sorts of things Truck simulators are probably the one that immediately comes to mind. Or flight simulators. These are detailed, trying to recreate the feel of driving a truck or flying a plane. With all the tasks related to those. You might start out overwhelmed, confused. You might crash your plane a couple of times. But after a bit, you really come into your own. Smooth landings, delectable takeoffs. You start to know the landmarks around you. Power Wash Simulator is definitely the latter. You have a number of power washers and related tools, some nozzles with a wide, wider range, and 
Narrow nozzles for the gunk that really needs to be blasted away. You'll be tasked with cleaning a variety of things such as a van, doghouse, yard, pathways, toy car, birdhouses and so much more. If it can get dirty, you can power wash it. And that's kind of it really. You do have a couple of features to help you, such as a dirt vision mode that will highlight dirt for you so you can find all the dirt. Hey. You can, yes. Detective vision. Oh my god. That's really good. I'm upset I didn't come up with that. <laughs> you can crouch and also go prone so you can really get into all those nooks and crannies. You also get step ladders and proper ladders so you can reach up high too. You'll learn what nozzle you need for each task and you get quite a lot of control over the power washer with a lot of the controls dedicated to managing the nozzles, the direction you're spraying, the angle you're spraying at. I took to using a bit of a strafe, me strafe message that is like walk side, and side to side when it came to cleaning larger objects, but you could really get into the details with the power washer. There are a couple of game modes such as career mode, where you start out with basic nozzles and gradually complete jobs, allowing you to earn money and, lock, and unlock more tools to help you power wash even more effectively than before. You can also play with a friend. You could run a power wash business with a pal and with your washers combined, leave this town sparkling before you know it. However, I did find the controls really frustrating at times. I felt so sluggish and slow as a character. My power washer abilities were so powerful, but my controls and movement as a character were pretty lackluster. I needed to take care of a whole yard, and I could only move around at a snail's pace. I know power washing is a time-consuming and arduous task, but I think I would be able to move around quicker than a turtle with three legs. There are a couple of things this game does with the user interface that I found really helpful. When you're washing something, in the top left, it'll tell you exactly what you're washing, and it is precise. You'll be cleaning a van, but the game will tell you that you're washing the left, the front left hubcap, or the right hand mirror. And in fact, it will tell you how much of it you've cleaned. And once you've cleaned about 97% of it, the game will take care of the last couple of specs for you with a satisfying ding. It just makes a very precise game less tedious. Music and sound effects are what you would expect, and in fact, I found it irritating. It'll pop up with messages about other jobs being advertised, but your services are in high demand, and I got so tired of seeing and hearing it constantly. Just dial it back, make it more low-key. I'm trying to focus on cleaning a water fountain. Otherwise, I usually had a video running in the background while I worked. In summary, it's a power wash simulator. I'm really not too sure what else to say here. It is what it says it is, and I can appreciate that. Plus, also, now I know that I probably wouldn't cut it as a power washer. I think it takes metal and a lot of patience. Also, I assume all the gear is extremely heavy, because why else would I move as quickly as a stingray on dry land? It's not just heavy. Um, actually holding the power wash nozzle while it's running... Um, uh, it it's like your hand, your arm is just being like drilled. Yeah, but like I don't know. I think I'm built different. I just think like I don't know. I'm imagining like you know how the Ghostbusters have like their backpacks with the thingos and yeah. everything. I'm imagining like that would be me, and I'll be like stanced. Um, listeners, I'm like I'm 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 standing now just to try and demonstrate. Like I've got my feet shoulder width apart, knees slightly bent. I've got like the power wash gun um what else would you call it like 
in my hand. I'm using my abdomen to sort of like brace myself. I'm like freaking going side to side with the power washer. I just think, you know, that's like, that's kind of what I think I would be like as a power washer. And I don't think that this um, game accurately allowed me to... There's just a lot of very painful vibrations um, coming out of a power washer is, is what I'll say. But um, I, I, I think we've come up with a bit of a theory here. Chores suck, but when you do them with a power tool, they suck a bit less and become power chores. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. 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 So what you're telling me is we need a power vacuum. We need a vacuum <laughs> that sucks. Think about like right so on lawnmower. Mowing is way more fun with a ride-on lawnmower. That is true. Can um, doing dishes is more fun when you're in a commercial kitchen and you get the 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 that nozzle thing, hose thing, like that you just like blast just, away yeah, all the grease. Yeah, it just obliterates. Okay. Um. So I'm I'm picturing a ride-on vacuum cleaner. I'm also picturing a ride-on. No, you know what? Mops attached to roller blades that are rocket propelled i think that will fix that but like look at the end of the day chores are chores and perhaps a simulator about a chore is going to feel like a chore i mean like what do you expect from yeah it's yeah i i don't know i started playing power watch simulator because i was like you know what i need something relaxing i need something to chill out i need just like you know something simple yeah. Um, and it did deliver. I'm not too sure why I'm a little disappointed by that. Maybe that says a lot about me as a person rather than um, the game. But I don't know. If What if you're a Roomba? You played Roomba sim- Simulator. But hang on. Are you controlling the Roomba? Like what direction it goes and stuff? Yes. But also the only um, directional aids you get is like your controller sort of buzzing left to right to indicate that you've bumped into something oh so that's like you have you can't actually see anything hmm um and you can I also mean, like as some you, of them have little, little like laser sensors now yeah but like you have to work your way up to that okay you know? i see i you see start out as a you pretty basic rumbo um you, that bumps into things and like you c- it doesn't have that mapping feature so it doesn't map out the the space like the house yeah you gotta fumble um, around in the dock for a few levels yeah, before and, you like, gain vision. Pro gamers will actually like draw out a map of the house as they go initially, so then they can like map it out. Um, and in fact, pro gamers refuse to get the upgrade that allows them to get like a digital map of the space as they progress because they think that's for like plebs and casual it's, gamers. Um, uh, the the <laughs> low percent speed run. Yes, exactly. I mean, you have to beat the entire game with no upgrades. I. C- I just invented this game and I want to play it. <laughs> um, I feel like we do that every few episodes. Every few episodes we create a game and go, oh, that's kind of fun. Um, but we cast it into the ether and let someone else take it. I but, want royalties. <laughs> but um, enough about chores. I'm actually getting tired, <laughs> you two. It's coming yeah. up to the end Aww. of the night. Coming up to the Time end for of the night. What are you going to do? Um, you know what, real quick, Toby, what have you, mm-hmm. been, what have you been playing recently? <laughs> Mystery of Monkey Island and Lost in Random. I finished that one and I want to write a review. It'll be coming. Sometime. Awesome. All right. Uh, that's a promise now to the listeners. Oh or, dear. I think Paul wants to review it as well. So you two might have to like, I don't know, do a cooperative nah, or competitive review. 
No. Oh god. Imagine Paul and I going head to head with a review. That would that would kind of be scary. You two could just like present I'll your reviews, it. but at the same time. <sighs> so you're like just yelling over <laughs> each other. Yeah. Um but for now, we're gonna say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Good night. And I love you. I love you. Um, Does Toby love you? You, you, you can kind of... Uh, it's up to you. You, 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 you your own thing. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See, See you next time. time.